0: to this episode of the Route 77 podcast. Today's discussion will center around Valentine's Day and how, as single individuals, we can learn to celebrate and embrace the day by focusing on God's love and expressing it to others. Welcome to Route 77, our podcast for today will be on Valentine's Day that's single's most favorite holiday right <laughs>
1: indeed my,
0: my name is Natasha I'll be your host today I am here with Monique hello and David hello Valentine's Day it should be today the day that we launch our ministry podcast we decided for Valentine's Day it seemed right because we felt like this would be the day That singles might be looking for some help or some support, some encouragement, and then hopefully can find our podcast. What is your experience with Valentine's Day? I found with Valentine's Day, even if you're single or you're with a person, this day can be quite a day of anxiety. Because one of the things that you are expecting is that if you, if you're in a relationship, you're expecting the person that you are quote unquote, in love with or in light with to treating this special or this day. And <laughs> a lot of guys forget that this day exists or they just get you something and your, your, your expectations are too high. And I think that's a lot of because of the commercialization. And for a single person going into stores and seeing the massive amounts of balloons and flowers and candies and everything is in hearts and stuff like that and it's supposed to be all about love and there's more love and you're a single person and you're like where's the love <laughs> but there is no love yeah i walked into the grocery store the other day and the first thing i was bombarded with <coughs> was a massive display rows of flowers huge heart-shaped balloons and teddy bears and chocolates and candies. And I'm just like, I had to take a picture of that because it was wild. And prices, and the prices, the amount of money that you spend. Some people go all out, they buy the fancy jewelry and the diamonds and stuff. One of my coworkers, he said, if I only show my wife how much I love her on one day of the year, I am failing as a husband. But do you think that might be a bit of a cop-out of that you forgot Valentine's Day? So that's <laughs> that might be. <laughs> it might be. But I do get that because he's he's very supportive of his wife and they do a lot of things together. So <clears throat> I think they have a pretty good re- They seem to have a pretty good relationship. I do get that because my cousins have said the same thing about Mother's Father's Day. I love my mother every day. Why should I only show her one day? Yes, it's an appreciation. Just to stop and appreciate. Yeah. What about you, David? What's your experience with Valentine's Day?
1: I don't really do anything. It's just like a normal day for me. I don't really have any experience with it at all, honestly. It's just, just a normal day.
0: Do you remember in, I don't know if you guys did this in your elementary school, but you used to get these packet, these books and they had all these Valentines in there and you had to write your classmates name on them and hand them out and everybody had little Packages and they yeah, all got you the... put them in there like a little mailbox like a really yeah. little like box or bag yeah that, yeah that's cute will you be my Valentine some of them were cute although but they're just from everybody to everybody it's, it's, it's nothing
1: yeah yeah I remember doing that as a kid in <laughs> middle school
0: that's probably when the when healthiest kids. Valentines ever like <laughs> not candy wise but I just mean everybody got cards from everybody. And there was no feeling left out. And there was no, I'm not, you're, you're really already at that
1: It
0: was just the day you got all these cards. And I think they've, they've amped it up a little bit. So now it includes like sometimes little toys or gifts or candies or something with these. I've seen them in the stores for the kids to have at school. But I'm sure more parents want more things in the house. Yeah. But yeah, I, my only experience, my mom was a very big gift giver. Her love language is definitely gift giving up is up there in the top top one or two and so my mom would always get us little gift baskets that she'd make up for every holiday pretty much so valentine's day was always just another day that she would give us like a little gift basket of something and i mean she always loved to to do that and then when i was married my ex would usually get me flowers or something on that day But I think it was more to show off to other people that he was getting it than it was to actually give it to me or me. So I don't have a lot of positive feelings or memories of receiving gifts from a significant other. Before I was married, I remember when I was university, that there was this guy that I was interested in. We were thinking about Dating, we never really did, but he—it was right around Valentine's Day, and he did get me a box of chocolates, it's a small <laughs> one, and so that was nice. But I remember being surprised, going, "This is what it's like to have a, a person who cares for you on Valentine's Day." <laughs> it was like the only time, first time it ever happened, and I, and I know that there's sometimes for singles there can be this sort of Valentine's Day resolution syndrome where this time next year I'm going to have a significant other so that I have found someone to spend Valentine's Day with. And while it's not an, a wrong thing to celebrate Valentine's if you want to, I think that's not really the greatest reason to try to find somebody. <laughs> so you have somebody to get give gifts of Valentine's Or thing. that you're not alone. You feel like you're part of it. Because oh. if you're not part of a relationship, then you can't really be a part of Valentine's Day is how it feels. So there's this sort of, this time next year, I'm going to be in a relationship. And we set this deadline and then the next year comes around and it hasn't happened. And then we get all the sort of like New Year's resolutions, well, except almost worse. I, I had a boyfriend once who gave me a bouquet of red roses and he was quite generous. He was for us, so he made money. <laughs> he was one of the technicians and he would buy me gifts on all those kind of things. But now that we're not together, we broke up and you have much things up and after that none of those things were significant anymore they meant nothing it was just like yeah i got some stuff big deal because the relationship did that last yeah. and so then <clears throat> so there was no significance to it Yeah. No, it didn't mean that much and now it's just like everything it's everything's just become so commercialized It's a way for other companies to make a huge amount of money for something that was... You get something small that would be significant. yeah. And now it becomes how like eat bigger and better. And every year you have to expect it to go bigger than you were the year before. So try to be... I guess this is the lesson. Give one chocolate the first Valentine's Day and then you can (laughs) go up from there.
1: Another thing too is that it seems like it's... Valentine's Day has been drifted into more a material... Kind of day where you give gifts and stuff. When I feel like it should be pushed more towards having the day off and spending time with your significant other over chocolates or bouquets of roses and stuff, that it should be a day where you would sit down and just spend time together instead of gifts. And I feel like Valentine's Day drifted into this idea that we have to spend all this money in order to get what we can get through simple contact and relationship.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Like Monique mentioned, every holiday out there now has become so commercialized and it starts, we're barely January 1st and we've finished New Year's and Christmas is just finished, New Year's just finished, Valentine's is in the store by January 2nd. And so it's becoming not even Valentine's Day, it's Valentine's season. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then once Valentine's Day is over, then it's, you're going to start seeing, even before Tuesday, <clears throat> which is Valentine's Day for us, that if, even before that, you're going to start seeing Easter stuff. And I'm already seeing those Easter A, those bags. Yeah, the Easter dollar dollars. store already has the yeah. their oh, Easter yeah. stuff up. All the Easter stuff is already out. And Valentine's Day hasn't even hit yet. Yeah, we're so far ahead. And it's just constantly about what are you going to spend your money on next? Yeah. And so that's just the idea of what's out there. Wouldn't surprise it if you start seeing Christmas in July. It's just yeah, it day has lost. I think a lot of what it really means. And originally, if you look back in the histories of Saint Valentine, there's several Valentines that it could be in in the Catholic history. There's two, possibly three, that it may refer to. And when you look at it, it's actually based on valentine's love of people he was said to have healed the blindness of his jailer's daughter and that he cared for her not in a romantic way but in a way of one person to another and other another legend there we don't know how much of this truth is that valentine fought for marriage and in a place where the king had banished marriage because he felt like that would divide his soldiers' loyalties. Now, there's no proof that this actually happened, but that idea is out there that he was fighting for the institution of marriage. So I think you can say that Valentine's Day is a day that should be about the love of one person for another as a human person. Not the eros love, but the agape brotherly, or, yeah, godly yeah the brotherly love and the agape the all the all-consuming love like god has and it doesn't mean that you can't celebrate valentine's day with a significant other as something to celebrate your romantic love there's nothing wrong with that but when it becomes so enwrapped to the point where others get left out, where they feel so left out that it's a source of depression or things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a difficult line to follow because you can't not celebrate something because it might hurt somebody else's feelings. Should people not celebrate their anniversary because somebody's single and might be upset because they aren't married? No, I think that's foolishness. But Valentine's Day can be a day that you. Celebrate your love for another person. That's not the significant other. Not in that way. Not romantic love. So, if you're a single person, you can think, "Who are the important people in my life? Who do I appreciate?" Go to the mall. and love you. I love you. Just <laughs> for the rest, but <laughs> Rose is just handing them out to a random single. <laughs> <person. laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Thank no. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: But no, that that's actually not a bad idea because in a lot of instances, especially if you're a single person, you have got. A circle of friends who are your support, who mean the world to you, who you grow up with, who you spend a lot of time with. And that could be a good way to appreciate them, too, by going out, having dinner together or something. Spending time with people that you care about and that you can enjoy being with and just as a time to appreciate what they bring into your life. And I think that can be a very good and very healthy, uplifting thing to do.
1: I think the idea that Valentine's Day, I feel like it should be focused on those who maybe are single or like expressing love to one another, serving one another. Because right now, I feel like it's so focused on people who are together, who are in love. And I feel like that is... Expressed through material items, which again I mentioned earlier. And I feel like we should move away from a lot of that material items and spend time with one another and have direct a bit more focus on those who maybe are not in relationships, who are not single, and being able to express love and kindness and servitude to them. The legend of Valentine's Day normally stems from Saint Valentine, which apparently through legend. Was executed for supplying soldiers secret marriages because they weren't allowed. And I feel like those soldiers were not able to find love, and sometimes they should be expressed to help people find love in a manner of speaking.
0: So th- that could also be a way of expressing. Your love for other people is by doing acts of service, like working in one of the soup kitchens. This is where something like those love languages comes in, because you could find how whatever way you show love to people, it might be gift giving, it might be quality time, it might be acts of service, or what are the other two? There is touch and words words of affirmation. Those are the five love languages. and. Just for physical touch, go give somebody a hug if they're okay with that. (laughs) Or if you're a gift giver, you can buy something little. You don't have to go bankrupt. You can sometimes a little one flower or something can go a (laughs) long way. Enjoy your little, like we said, take a bouquet and hand them out to people like one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. If that's where you want. It's just ideas. Because we can take Valentine's Day and celebrate love. Without having to worry about not being in a romantic love relationship. Yes, because love should be celebrated. All the types that God has designed. And God is a God of love. So by celebrating one of his attributes, we're celebrating God. He says, love others as you love yourself. So if you would do good and kind things to yourself, why not do good and kind things to other people Mm -hmm. as well? Exactly. One of the things you can do at first is to just gain perspective. Just step back. If you're feeling angry or depressed or anxious or something negative towards the day itself because you are single or you were in a relationship and you've broken up or you have never been in a relationship and you want one and the relationships that you have had are bad, have you have been not healthy? Then step back, look at what love is in your life and we have god who loves us god so loved the world that he gave his only son the greatest expression of love yes so we have to take that first step and just gain some perspective step back from the feelings at the moment and realize what blessings are actually in your life god sent his son he went through his love god sent his son jesus was crucified died was buried rose again. Because of love, so that everyone would have the opportunity for heaven. And that is one of the greatest things to celebrate. And it does get celebrated again in a few weeks with Easter. But just start there and then work your way down. Not everybody has a significant other, but most people have family or friends in their circle who mean a lot to them. And there's that brotherly love or familial love where you appreciate these people so perspective is what goes a long way in dealing with a lot of issues of the heart sometimes dealing with the issues of the heart is difficult but it's important to really examine one's own heart to see if there's any sin going on and sometimes the sin around valentine's day is of coveting or discontent and God wants us to be content in all things and that's one of the things we really strive to put forward with our ministry is that being single is something that you can be content in and thrive in and so if you're so discontent with your life that valentine's day has become a negative like you can't see beyond it you just have all these feelings and all these negative feelings then you have to look inside yourself and say hey what's going on right here what's going on in my heart am i being discontent in this in the life that god has given me and that is a place to to look at and to ask forgiveness if there's a discontent and if we look at the 10 commandments it says thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife (laughs) so you can't be much more on the nose than that so don't cover your neighbor's wife don't cover your neighbor's husband it doesn't necessarily have to be the specific person but the fact that you're coveting another person's relationship is a sin because of just being envious so I don't know about other people but I know when I was newly single it seemed like everybody around me was in relationships and there weren't that very many single people And I felt very left out. But I think that comes down to some other things, too, just that you feel like you don't have enough love in your life, that I have nobody to love, nobody with me. There's no companionship. And it's really hard to know when people say, you've got God. Yeah, but God doesn't sit on the couch beside me and talk about it's, <laughs> can't give me a hug in real life. Yeah. Physical. Yeah. And so that could, sometimes that can be very discouraging because you're facing loneliness. And what I know for myself is what I did is I hermited myself. I had so many friends who said, you never phone, you never come over. I don't know what's happening with you anymore because you just go to work, you go home. You go to work, I'm you go out home. the face of the planet. And you pretty much fall up the pace of the planet. And this is where a lot of those feelings of loneliness come from is because you isolate yourself and, you know, check to see if you were doing that too. Because if you're isolating yourself, then you are letting yourself down, Trump And being, you're putting yourself in a place that can lead to the sin, the sins as well. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you put yourself into a place yeah. where you're, there's oh, no me? right? <laughs> Or woe is me, and then you start like, go down that road instead yep. of being around people. And you Do start finding other ways of trying those internet dating sites and meet up groups, or maybe you just start to. I'm just gonna have a glass of wine just for myself tonight, and that's happened like for three nights in a row, three weeks in a row. The next thing you know, it's a man night, night. It's amazing what can happen when you have only yourself to be accountable to, which will be one of our other pillars. Coming up. <laughs> Accountability. Accountability. Yes.
1: I think a good portion too is that we have to ask ourselves, why are we isolating ourselves to begin with? Yeah. I think we may be so afraid of being rejected to the point where we're afraid when we interact with society or you know, other people that they're they actually are in a relationship, and then they, you're afraid that they're going to start questioning why aren't you in a relationship. And that builds a, a big, It just it's just stressful, I guess. It would end up becoming very stressful in that you feel like you can't interact with someone without them mentioning relationships and stuff. And just that That's whole... My
0: father used to greet me every time I saw him was, do you have a boyfriend yet? Although it started when I was like 10. It was always a thing. It was always a joke. But I always wondered when there would be a day I could say, yes, I do. But go on, David. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Continuing on what I was saying. Every time when you go out and people are in a relationship and they're talking and just it's just hard to find the courage to go out and talk to people who seem to feel like that in order for you to be able to connect with them, that you have to also be in a relationship.
0: Yeah, too that a lot of single people know pretty much only married people so then you get into these group festivities with all these married people and you're the single person and they're all bemoaning their marriage or they're talking about their kids and they're all going on about their babies and you're just like when is that ever going to happen for me so I would encourage single people to not just Find themselves in groups with the married people, but find other single friends that you can connect to. Maybe a singles ministry. Yes, we will be having in-group sessions eventually as well. But the thing with some singles ministries, and I would actually challenge a lot of these single ministry leaders to reevaluate what their ministry is really about. Because a lot of them are, we're going to put a singles ministry together so people can find their other person. But I've been to some of these single ministry groups and it made me feel lonelier. I think a lot of people get together and then they realize they don't really want to date the other people there. And then it falls apart. Yeah. yeah. And then you get, probably, maybe it's the reason why you came to the single ministry is because you were intent to find somebody. But maybe if you labeled your singles ministry as we want to encourage the singles to grow in their relationship with God, Rather than, hey, let's find your marriage partner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but that's not to be the focus no. of one's life. And no. so by reevaluating a single's ministry's purpose, yes. mission, did you ever have any of those happily married people say, maybe what you need to do is just list all the good qualities you want in a husband and pray about it? And God will bring that person to your, yeah. home, or you need to be less picky. Oh yeah, that one. You but don't have to be attracted to them. That can come later. Oh, how were you with your husband or wife? when you I know. Started? It was just, yeah. Or don't worry. I didn't get married till I was 40 or I didn't have my first kid till I was 43. You still got time. And <laughs> I, I didn't like, i get married until I was 78. Oh great. I got a lot of time. So there's just, it, that's not, those aren't helpful. Those are definitely not. Those are opposite of helpful. (laughs) When you're a single person starting Valentine's Day and they're saying, yeah, I was 78 when I first got married. You're only 25. It's not helpful. (laughs) You need to find better ways of being happy. And part of that is understanding that singleness is a good thing. Yeah. And it's a thing in which you can thrive. Be joyful, mm-hmm. intense. And Valentine's Day can be a happy day too. It doesn't have to be a miserable, sad, yeah. depressing day with everybody being a couple and i no, it was not only single principal bugger. <laughs> 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 and you can have fun, you can do fun things. You can go on like, go Meet up with your best friend and go and see that movie you've been wanting to see forever. Get a couple of friends together and go out for a nice dinner. Yeah, I'm actually, always... the, all the restaurants are probably full. Go on the 15th. Go <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and cook something. On the, until
0: the next day.
1: <laughs> have a barbecue or
0: something at home. Unless it's cold outside. If you're have doing, a party. If you're in Ontario, it's probably a blizzard, right, Natasha? Probably.
1: You can always have a party or two.
0: You could. <laughs> And also, I think if you can readjust your own mindset, then you can actually celebrate, not maybe going out with them, but you can actually celebrate with your married friends or family members in a sense that you're happy for them. Just like you can be happy at an anniversary or a birthday party for the person that is celebrating, you can be happy that the people are in a relationship where they can celebrate that part of it the romantic side of it but that comes from within so if you haven't dealt with the heart issue feeling about singleness then you will only feel negative and negative things towards the married people celebrating that sort of happened to me when i got married i had eloped and so i never really got to do all the wedding stuff that people got to do and so I had a really hard time even driving by a wedding shop where the dresses are and everything and I'm not even a dress person but that was part of the thing was to get your dress and whatever I never got to do that so I had a very hard time even looking at a bridal shop but that was because I had the wrong internal attitude about my singleness about marriage and I was being and expectations. Yeah, and expectations. But I was also I was being discontent and I was being jealous of the people who got to experience that. And that was on me. Because the people who got to go and do that's completely right and good thing for them to do. And it's not fair that I should have negative feelings for people who are just going about their normal their mm-hmm. normal life. What happens whenever you when you are engaged and you're going to get married. Always the bridesmaid, never the brown. Yeah, I was like bridesmaid once, and I caught the bouquet, but that didn't work. for the next year, <laughs> it I've was the, the goalkeeping instincts that couldn't <laughs> let it go by. <laughs> I've got the bouquet. No, where's the thing? On order. <laughs> we had we <more. laughs> not too funny. Yeah. So by actually embracing your singleness, you can bring yourself to a place where, however you decide to. Celebrate or not celebrate Valentine's Day. You can be happy for those who are.
1: And that's really important. There's many forms of love that you can express to one another. The idea that Valentine's Day can only focus on one of them is is misunderstood.
0: Apparently, early on, Valentine's Day was considered a celebration of love, not necessarily romantic love. And it wasn't until Chaucer wrote a, a piece that included saint valentine's that was about a romantic relationship so that was actually much later than the saint valentine's holiday starting it wasn't until that point that it was starting to be equated with romantic love it's interesting how that wasn't the original point of valentine's day and yet it's what it's become it's just interesting to see how things change over time and then It gets commercialized. You had sent me an article once about single and Valentine's Day. What is single awareness day? I've never heard of that. I think it's just one of those love your pet day or things. I don't think it's an actual day. day. (laughs) But it's a single awareness day. day. Love yourself. It's supposed (laughs) to be that February the 15th is supposed to be singles awareness day. So 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 it's the next next day. day. Was that one you said, go (laughs) go put it on for that today? It's singles (laughs) awareness day. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just interesting because it's like, we have to do something for the single people. Just to it because the poor single, four single people have to eat all the chocolate that's on sale the next day because <laughs> they're so sad. So there's one good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till the 15th and you'll get a good, better deal too. Yep.
1: Yeah. But all those
0: really good ones will be hell. But right. Right s- now they're fortunate. But speaking of singles awareness, it is something that we are striving to do with our ministry and within our ministry and our church is to actually have a single celebration so once a year we celebrate the singles in our church community and the fact that they are loved and are accepted and they're worthwhile and we want to celebrate the fact that they're part of the church and they are part of the body of christ mm-hmm. or the acceptance part of her yeah, we're not the fringe. No, we're not the outside fringe, not the outcasts. <sighs> we're actually integral part. And sometimes what happens with church is that there's always celebrations of anniversaries and marriages and engagements and birthdays if you get really old, but there's rarely anything that a single person would fit into. And so we also want to encourage that perhaps churches can think outside the box and think about. Things that can be announced and as celebratory that aren't only for married people. Once we start getting our, we can get a, once this takes off, we get a group going. We can maybe work on having that one day where we can celebrate the singles. They all come, we all have a banquet. Dress up if you want or not. Come wearing what you want to wear as special as you want to make yourself be and be celebrated for who you are just that you are part of the church that you remembered yeah that's the biggest one of the biggest things for singles is that they are known they're remembered they're not alone yeah yeah and that's one of the things that i find what valentine's day does is it really completely ignores the single people because all the movies all of the gifts all of the advertisements everything is utterly geared towards Couple. couples. you're just bombarded with it, yep, no, so that you feel abnormal, yep, and we're not because technically <laughs> there's probably a lot more single in the world than there are married couples, if they say that there are five girls to each guy. Then there are four single women out there that are still looking for They're Don't find over it because he can only take on one. <laughs> well, over in China, there's literally millions of men that will not find a wife there yeah. because yeah. they have millions of more men than women. So when you Amer- start making these decisions, like by this time next year, I'm going to be in a relationship, then you're setting yourself up for something, you're setting a focus that is not God. Because nowhere in the Bible does God say you have to run the race and strive to finish so you get married. No, that's not that's that race he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. You gotta run the race of life, the Christian life, chasing after God, chasing after heaven, and put that into your fullest. And that can include marriage, but it is definitely not the goal. And if you think about it, in heaven there is no marriage. There is no couples. You're not going to be going there to find your other half because they're not going to be... God God is your other half. God is your other half. He always is. Yeah. And marriage here is only a foretaste of what it's supposed to be like in heaven. Yeah. And all that. It's a representation of Christ and the church. There you go. And once we reach heaven, and there's need- no longer a need for representation because we're actually living. In that. in In the truth of it. Yeah, yeah so all this striving to find that other soulmate or what they call. Change that relationship status on Facebook or wherever. Yep. From single single to in a relationship to engage, to marry. If it's complicated to it's it's single. It's complicated to it's single. (laughs) (laughs) For some people. Some of us, yeah. We have that to look forward to that it'll be so much different. And this life is so flating. It goes by so quickly. I'm already looking at how old I am, and I'm like, "What happened to all my life back then? My 20s, my 30s, where did that all go?" Like he's the kids at Taekwondo who aren't worried too much about getting their black belt right away. I say you're looking forward, off in the distance, to the future. You have so much to look at, and I feel like I'm trying to rush get my belts when I can because I'm looking back at my life. Yeah. So I don't want people to look back on their life and see a life they wish they hadn't done because they have wasted precious time that they had as a single person wishing that they were in a married relationship yeah yeah because once you're in a married relationship all those dreams that you want to accomplish you probably will not be able to because if things change things change your focus changes now your focus is on your married life and what comes into your married life.
1: You ought to make sure you're not going in circles. If you anchor yourself in the wrong thing, you'll just go in circles. And right. time doesn't stand still. It just nope. keeps going. Nope. Just what you guys said earlier about marriage not being within heaven and stuff. It would then imply that marriage is more of a materialized thing that, that isn't bad. It's there for us so that we can prepare for the kingdom of heaven but it's not something that is taken to the kingdom of heaven the love that we share with one another the service we do with one another is all taken it's not the idea of marriage it's the love that manifests from it
0: exactly which is why we want to bring back to the valentines day being a celebration of love and not just between couples not just romantic love
1: no. i think people misunderstand what valentines day separates if you're like more feel like it's You're celebrating commitment to one another over to love with one another.
0: Yeah. First, focus on God. Celebrate the love that he has given. And then celebrate the love that you have for others. Romantic love, if it's there. But otherwise, familial love, brotherly love, all of these things that are part of your life. Love. And also, in a sense, love of oneself. Accepting of oneself. Seeing yourself as God sees you. And... Not as a half of a person. You are a whole, complete, 100% person made by God. Yep. And yep, not a half looking for the other half. <laughs> you're not walking around as a half a person. You are 100% person. That's the miracle of marriage. It's 100% person plus 100% person equals 100%. Yeah. It's two become one. Not that their two halves become one. No. Can you imagine? We're all walking around half people. It's the left half, and he's looking the for the right go. half. I'm looking for the right. Is, is that why they call it Mr. or Mrs. Right? right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but then they're all rights. Oh, yeah. but they might be your right. My, the my right is your right. Wouldn't that be your left? Yeah. Then it's the left. Who's <laughs> <Based> on first? <laughs> David's not even following this conversation. No idea. (laughs) No. But it's that kind of confusing thought processes that can drive you into that kind of spiral down that says that I'm just not worth it. I'm not good enough. And that is so not true. And I know because I ran with that for so many years after my husband died. I'm just not worth anybody loving because I'm still alone after how many years? It's funny how we somehow like we say that is the mark of success. That I know it's that's our benchmark. Yeah. After he died, the first thought I had: now that I'm not a wife, what am I? I'm a child of God. Allow. I've always been a child of God before I was a wife, and after I'm still. That's why I heard one time on Focus on the Family. I can't remember who said it or why, but he said, "Who are you?" And then he said, "Here's a hint." if you can lose it, that's not who you are. Mm. And that really helps you to pull back those onion layers of who you are. Like I am my job. I can lose my job. I am a parent. Your children could pass away before you. And then what are you? I am a spouse, but then they pass away or you get divorced or something. And then what are you? There's just so many things that you can identify yourself as. Yeah. But even, even as a parent, yes, your child could die. But even if your child doesn't die, eventually that child's going to grow up and leave. And you may still be that be changes. Yes, you may still be that child's parent, but you're no longer defined as that. I have a bunch of Korean friends. And in Korea, you don't say the parent's name. You call them by the child. It's your saying, it, it, oh, you're uh, Natasha's mom or Natasha's dad. So you're the defining person, in their words, in their lives, which is, to me, I thought that was strange. Because you have your own name, parents. <laughs> <laughs> so now that they are here in Canada, it was something for them that they struggled with to realize that and I am going to call you by your name. It's interesting how we define ourselves, defining ourselves by anything other than child of the living God. And that's the thing you can't lose. Because that's the one thing. Yeah, you can't lose that. Once you're adopted, there's no going back. If he writes you in the palm of his hand, I think it's, Like in their permanent ink doesn't wash wash. (laughs) off. It's tattooed right on there. It's not going anywhere. Tattooed. not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. The the simple truth is that everything on earth is simply materialized into something that we can lose Mm -hmm. other than the relationships we have with one another. You have to look at everything that you can take to heaven. What exactly can you take to heaven? You can't take money, you can't take material items, you can only take your friends, your relationships and service to one another, the love that you have for each other. So again, I'm circling back to the idea that you could lose your child is actually not necessarily correct, because as long as you keep a strong relationship with that child, even if that child dies or passes away before the parent, that child, it's a child. so. As Jesus said, children will inherit the kingdom of heaven, so that child will then be within heaven. And as long as your heart belongs to Christ, you will never lose that child.
0: I have this question. I always said that when you die and you go to heaven, what are you taking with you? Nothing. Just me, because I can't take Natasha's shirt and drag her with me to heaven because she's probably not set to go at the same time as me. <laughs> But <laughs> we not I need something horrific happened to our hats probably <laughs> or to our <laughs> a car or a car <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to ask what you meant, David, when you said we take our friends with us when we go to heaven. How is it like explain that to me?
1: so the idea is that you gotta look at yourself, you gotta think, what is the one thing that we will end up taking to heaven? It can't be anything other than the relationships or the love that we share with one another. Because people, you got to look at what Christ did. Christ came and he died for our sins. He saved people. He didn't save the earth. He didn't save money. He saved us.
0: Your friends have to believe as well, though. Yes, yes, yes. Because if they they don't believe as you do, if they reject your faith, then you can't take them with you.
1: So even in that scenario, it's it's not like your friend says, I don't believe in God. So what does that mean? So the idea is that if you have money you shouldn't focus on it. You shouldn't devote yourself to it. Would you say the same thing if your friend wasn't a believer? Would you not devote yourself to your friend or to you, someone you love if they say, "Oh, I don't believe." You would share. Mm-hmm. You would show them the love of Christ and then let Christ work within them. And in that meaning, you take the love that you both share and trust in the lord so that both of you are saved um, but the things that regardless if it's not so much that you take it to heaven as much that is the only thing that will end up persisting between our preparation for heaven and our entry to heaven well, the relationship we have with one another is the only thing that can both at the same time be in heaven right I, so I, it, get
0: that. I get that See, now now I understand (laughs) because at first I was going, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. So thanks for clarifying that because I know that if that statement confused me, then chances are it may have also confused any of us. So thank you for clarifying that with us.
1: Yes. This also goes back to the first two commandments. Love your Lord with all your heart and all your mind. Yeah. So you would love the Lord and then you would love one another as if you would love yourself and the lord and those two commandments is what defines of what will what we'll possess in heaven is we won't possess anything but each other and the idea that we would maybe not see a friend in heaven because they don't believe should bring forth an urge to share the gospel and share Christ's sacrifice with them so that we have some kind of memory or possession that we can take to heaven. And I think that is the absolute idea of Christ's sacrifice is that he sacrificed himself so that we can be with one another in heaven with him.
0: because yeah, We certainly don't want to leave our family and friends behind if we can help it.
1: Exactly. So all we can do is share the word and gospel and then have faith in Christ that Christ will show them the way.
0: Yeah, no. And yet another way to show love on Valentine's Day. Yep. The ultimate, yeah. the ultimate love. Yeah. You must hear me <laughs> witness. How can yeah. I convince you that the love of
1: Jesus Christ is so immensely beautiful? Simple. It's really simple. Yep. All he wants is our hearts. And then once he has our hearts, he wants us to give. Our hearts to others, serve others. Love others. That's it.
0: That's absolutely it. I was literally killed for you. How much? Yeah. He said, "How many people would actually would lay down their life for a friend, or for a good person, or for a good person?" But he laid his life down for people who were not good people, who were not his friends, and still that was his grace and his mercy. His love. And His love, yeah. He they showed say, His love for us that we, while we were still sinners, yeah. He died for us. Yeah, yeah. They say the kindness of God is what compels us. There's so many people they don't believe that God is God is a loving God. Yes, He is a God of justice, which is appropriate. But He is also a God of love and a God of mercy. The justice comes from love. Yeah.
1: And I feel like that's what we should be celebrating on Valentine's Day, is that love that Christ has for us. Not commitment to material things or one another, but what he did and what he showed the world. His service and his ministry, that love that he expressed to all. I feel like that is what Valentine's Day should be celebrating.
0: Yes. You know, that's good, David. That's really good. I think that's where we should leave off. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. That's a good place. Now we hope that you will also send your questions to us. You can email us at root 77 ministries at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook and on Instagram. Yeah. We welcome your comments because we're new at this and so we're just starting out and we want to improve and we want to be relevant and we want to be interesting. Yeah. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like, what topics you want to hear about. We'll just keep going, but we'll listen to people's input yep yep and do please be kind <laughs> <laughs> love one another yes love us in criticism if you have it that's okay yeah <laughs> absolutely this is on signing off you all have a wonderful valentine's day and yeah. enjoy the love of god and the love of the people in your life yeah love one yes. another that is the first that is the greatest love event. god love others yeah yeah absolutely Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you or come back for the next podcast. Yep. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Route 77 podcast keep up with our latest episodes, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Join us next week as we delve into our next pillar, which is active. Until then, remember to embrace and enjoy your single life to the fullest.